Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the end of day stock market wrap up with the Armor Report. I'm your host, Brett Rosenthal, and the creator of both the Armor Report YouTube channel you're watching now and the Armour Report website. Armour stands for Algorithmic Risk Management Research. And I view this as Armour for your portfolio. So I created this website for the individual investor who's taken on monumental task of managing his or her own capital. But you recognize the value of information and the importance of learning how to create it how to get that information. That's what the Armour Report's designed for, to help you learn that process. And we have the Armour Investing Way, which is a three-stage process of how do we invest, right? We build our whiteboard first, which is fundamental research. We use proprietary algorithms, the Armour Report, to help us execute. So you put those two together and you create an information edge that's called quantum investing. And of course, then you marry that with the correct stop loss discipline and you have an investing process to help you increase net worth and protect it at the same time. Okay. So what I'm going to do tonight and every night is an end of day wrap up for you. I want to try to keep it quick. We all know I, we spend a lot of time chatting on Saturday after, you know, Saturday mornings, maybe more than an hour we go at it. So what I want to do on these evenings, the format for now is just to hit some basic topics from our trading session today on the Armour Trading Desk. Armour insiders, subscribers, of course, have access to our Slack room. We're chatting all day, sharing information. For the first couple hours of the day, I share my um, trading desk screen so you all can see how we trade and how we invest. So Armour insiders, you're going to have heard a lot of this already during the day, but for all of you on YouTube, I'm going to share just some thoughts from the day, and then I'm going to get to Q&A. So anybody who's got questions, fill up that chat board, and, uh, and we'll get at it at the end. So here we go. The first thing I want to say is, you know, carrying over from yesterday, what was the big, you know, conversation yesterday? We had hedges on, and those hedges paid off as the market suffered yesterday. But there was no follow-through. So let's take a look at the indexes real quick. But by the way, if you appreciate this conversation, give me a thumbs up. That really helps me on YouTube. And of course, if you want to subscribe to either this channel or the website, you can find the links right down there. Okay. Um, so let's go real quick and look at the indexes. That's what I want to do first. All right. This is the NASDAQ 100. Four up and out, holding on to that run. No, no real damage done. One down day yesterday. No damage done. Staying above the 25-day moving average. Let's just roll through the top indexes that we use 
to guide all of our risk decisions. We have algorithms on all seven of these indexes. This is the Dow. Just look at them with your eye. Was there any real damage yesterday? Not really. Look at the IBD 50. That actually had a huge day today, almost a, not quite an inside out reversal day, but because that tails a little bit longer, but the body of today was a really bullish body engulfing yesterday's body. That's pretty impressive, right? Nothing wrong here with um, small caps. Momentum index looks pretty good. So this is just the eyeball test, but I can tell you, and this is NASDAQ, and we'll just round it out with the S&P, right? I can tell you, um, and there's the S&P in that Andrews fork just crawling up this line here. But what I can tell you is, even though we carried hedges into the new year, and we raised our stops everywhere, and we raised cash over the last couple of weeks, the Armour Index-only portfolio is fully invested and has shown no signs of weakness. So we have three portfolios set up for Armour Insiders to, uh, to watch. And please understand, this is information I use to manage my own personal assets. I'm sharing that information with you. It's not designed to make you do something. It's a guide. I don't know you. I couldn't possibly tell you, go buy this, go sell that. I don't know what your risk tolerance is. So why do you watch the channel? Why do you become an Armour Insider? What I'm trying to do is share 30 years of experience managing capital, managing risk, and hope to elevate your game. That's what we're trying to do, right? So we have three portfolios set up. Really, it's three separate um, styles of management that I use to manage my own personal capital. So part of it is index only using algorithms, buys and sells based on an algorithm. That's it. No emotion involved. That part of the portfolio hasn't traded at all in probably the last two months. I think if we go back and look at this chart, you can see that we got risk on right in here, November, early November, and we're just crawling up this line. There's really been nothing to do. We haven't had any stops tripped. We're just walking up the line. We were close to having a stop on this on the S&P yesterday, but it didn't do it and it recovered today. So steady as she goes. Okay, so our risk monitor is still yellow, which means we're in the process of managing success, booking profits, raising stops. When we have cash that comes into the account, we're allowed to put capital back to work into new ideas if we wish. I'm going to share with you a couple of those ideas in a minute. So step one. Nothing's wrong with the indexes. Everything looks okay. So um, what did we do with our hedges? We booked profits on the puts that we carried into the new year. We still have long call positions on volatility. All right? So we have a bit of a hedge on, but we took off two-thirds of the hedge. Booking profits. I might put the hedge back on. I trade this hedge, depending on how the market behaves. But for now, after today's action book profits in those hedges. I'll look to see how I want to put hedges on if I need to going forward. So that's the first thing I wanted to say tonight. Okay. Next step. Let's, let's highlight, I like to highlight, you know, some of the things we're doing in armor portfolios to share with you all. We talk about different groups. I think recently, um, yesterday we talked about precious metals. We can go look at that in a minute. You all know we focus on cannabis and have for a while. So that's a piece. But tonight what I want to talk about really is, um, following one of my 
New Year's resolutions, what I want to make sure I do in portfolios, my own portfolio, is to earmark a certain amount of capital for each approach and not overextend. Okay, 2021 is not going to be the same as 2020. That was a very unique and very strange pandemic year that led to massive alpha by taking huge positions in certain types of groups during the year. 50, 60% of our portfolio was long precious metals, the bottom of the market. Okay. Then we had, you know, probably 50, 60, 70% of the portfolio long disruptive growth stocks that were benefiting from the pandemic. Okay. But what we want to do in 2021 is really limit how much we commit to any one group. Okay. To create a, um, really to manage risk. You know, a lot of guys on YouTube, what they tend to do is carnival bark and sell snake oil and tell you how much money you can make trading Bitcoin. I mean, you know, go ahead and do it. I mean, I hope you make a lot of money. But what the Armour Report's about is managing risk first and then capturing upside. You know, bulls and bears make money and pigs get slaughtered. So I'm just, I'm trying to capture the upside I can capture and manage risk. So I'm looking for the right reward to risk setups, and then I commit capital. Do I get everything? No. I'm going to miss a whole bunch of stuff, right? So I end up doing in my portfolio what interests me the most. You can't trade everything, so trade what you're good at. You can't invest in everything, so invest what, in, in what interests you and that you're good at. That's what I try to do. So it's a guide. You guys might have other ideas you like, okay? Um, but I digress. I'm moving off. What I wanted to talk about tonight is I'm focusing part of my portfolio on turnaround stories. So the armor investing way breaks down into three stages, right? Building your whiteboard, armor execution using algorithms, stop loss discipline. The building the whiteboard part is the fundamental part. And that breaks down into three basic um, areas of interest for me. Disruptive growth stories things like Pinterest and Snap and Roku and um, Fastly and, and, and things like that. Then we have established growth that I like a lot, right? You know, um, I don't know, Illumina, um, PayPal, just thinking of names off top of my list that, you know, you can imagine what they are, right? And then there's a pocket of turnaround stories every year that I try to capture. So what I'm capturing right now, you guys can see this here. First one is IBM. Okay, now IBM, we've, been, we've had in the portfolio for a while. Now, the fun part about these turnarounds is they pay dividends, right? So while I'm waiting for the turnaround to happen, I'm getting paid. All right? So that's part of the fun of owning IBM to me. But the real fun is that everybody is excited about blockchain opportunities. I got a 5-plus percent yield here in a company that really dominates the blockchain landscape when it comes to practical use of blockchain. I'm not talking about a Bitcoin. I'm talking about as we go forward and blockchain becomes more important, uh, um, the federal government allows for banks to use blockchain type of products. The, the company that really drives all that is IBM. Now we see Gary Cohn's been added to the, the, you know, the, the company's management team to focus on blockchain and um, cryptocurrencies. The stock pays better than the 5% yield, sitting right on the risk-reward entry point of the 200-day moving average, the 50-day. So the stop is easy. Now, here's the thing, guys. 
Just because I tell you the fundamentals doesn't mean I hold the stocks that may break down. This is about reward to risk. The reward, if IBM can ever turn their company around, is enormous. How do we know this? Because it's just like Microsoft a few years ago. Just like Microsoft. For 10 years, Microsoft is dead money but paid a nice dividend. Everyone thought it was never going to recover. It's dead money. Milking, you know, its business. Right? Then they changed CEO, refocused the company on growth. Stock turns into a massive success. Okay? That potential is in IBM. Will they ever get there? I don't know. I'm going to get paid 5 plus percent dividend yield while I wait. And I think this is a year it happens. And so that's a turnaround story I'm going to have in the portfolio. And I'm buying the first stage breakout. Right? How about AT&T? I know all the reasons why people love to hate it. I know. I know. I'm not going to debate it. Right? At a 7% yield, I'm not going to debate it. I'm going to pick up that yield with a stop that's tight. Okay? So if it doesn't work, I'm out. But if they're able to turn this company around, make a miraculous sale of some dead weight, turn the company around, the upside's unlimited, and I'm locking in a crazy yield. Okay? Breaks down, I'm out. Right? And here's Boeing, another turnaround story. The original breakout was last year. It runs up. It pulls back. Now what we're looking at is the first pullback to the 50-day. So there's basically two ways that I like to put capital to work. I like to buy the first stage breakout and I like to buy the first test of the 50-day moving average. Those are my two favorite ways to put money to work. Now, I do other things sometimes, but I like to focus my portfolio there. Okay? Those are three turnaround stories that I like to focus on and, um, and uh, uh, I wanted to share with you as a part of a portfolio, right? So I don't get too over my skis with all my money in disruptive growth stocks. I want to spread it out this year in 2021, and that's one way to do it. All right, let's jump real quick to just a um, couple of our recent situations, precious metals and cannabis, some quick thoughts, and then I'll get to questions. Cannabis, big night tonight. Georgia runoff, right? Um, what, I, what, what I was talking about in the trading room today, as these things are, you know, all these stocks are going up. So it's, it's getting exciting. It's lots of fun. Lord knows Democrats take you know, these two seats, these stocks can go up a lot tomorrow, okay? But at the same time, there's a lot of risk when these things run into an expected outcome, and then the outcome goes the other way. If a Republican steals a seat, these stocks probably go down tomorrow. So what did I do today? If you're overextended in the space, you shave it back a little bit. You trade around the core. I talk about that all the time. Now, you have to determine what overextended means, as I shared with Armour Insiders during the day today. I don't know your portfolio. The Armour portfolios are set up where we're not overextended. We have a foothold. Good news, and these things gap up. We'll, we, will have, we will have earned the right to take more risk because we'll be making money in the space and we can add to stuff. Um, if the, somehow the Republicans take some seats, boom. These stocks come down. We have some cash on hand. We can add to it because medium to long term, what happens tonight means nothing to the cannabis space. I think 2021 is another big year for cannabis stocks. But will there be some selling if Republicans win? Probably. Because everyone's running into these stocks in front of it. 
So it just makes sense to trade around the core. Shave some positions down that are up huge. Give yourself some cash if you're overextended. Okay? So that was my thought today on the desk. Um, you know, here's just some quick charts. You know, MJ is ideal, right? I mean, this is the entry point. If for some reason it breaks below the 50 and the 100-day moving averages, you're out. But if it breaks out from here, you know, we're going to have a serious run, right? Here's MSOS. Those of you who know and been following the Armour Report, we were getting long right in here, okay? I'm on record. You guys can watch the videos from last year where I explained why I thought MSOS was one of the best ways to play the U.S. cannabis space, and it has not disappointed, okay? And, of course, I think YOLO is another good way to play it, a way to play both of them. What canopy growth looks like down here. So there's the first breakout. We made the money on this trade. Armor Report bought the stock down here. We booked profits in here, came back and touched a 50-day. This is where you want to own it. I mean, if it's good news and this thing gaps out, I'm going to have to pay up for it. But that's okay. I've earned the right to take that risk, right? Kronos looks pretty good. Same type of chart pattern. And even Afria. We don't know how that deal will affect the stock and how it trades, but that's a pretty good looking entry point. And then, of course, Village Farms I like. Okay. We've been using that as a day trading vehicle. It's been working wonders. And then just in case, you know, look, I just have a piece of OGI because I happen to like the the technology. I, I think that Organogram's business They've already raised a bunch of capital. That's why the stock gap down over here. I hope they've got enough capital on hand to make it through. It's possible this is a takeover target because of their technology. And so I always have a little piece there just in case. All right, so that's how I'm playing that. Now, let's just quick wrap up. You know, we got our GDX that, you know, had a great day yesterday and held on to most of those gains today. Same with SILJ. Okay. And what I've been saying to you guys is that Pan American is the best way to play this. It's Pan American, believe it or not, is in every one of the ETFs. If it's a large cap, if it's a small cap, if it's a junior, if it's a major, it's like crazy. They, they incorporate Pan American into all the ETFs. But, so it's no surprise to me that it's the best performing uh, uh, individual stock. See, a big cap name. Because whenever you see money flowing into those ETFs, it's flowing into Pan American. So I watched this asset very closely, and it just added the gains, which looks great. And we had an Armour Insider make a very interesting comment. I'm going to share this with you, and I'll get the questions. But he said to us today in the room, this is one of the first times he can remember in a while where they sold off these stocks, these precious metal stocks, first thing this morning, and then they rallied the rest of the day. What we've been going through since... August of last year is these stocks have been gapping up in the morning and then selling off all day. So this time we saw them sell off in the morning, rally all day. And that's of course a bull market. So hopefully we'll go into that process again, like we did March, April, May, and June of last year. All right, let's get to Q and A. What do you guys have for me? First question, Mark Anderson. Uh, Ask about PAS a couple weeks back. Is it too late? Um, all right. Well, interesting. You asked me that question. I'm talking about it right now. Look at the chart. Okay. So the armor report picked this up yesterday in the morning. 
you know, the real buy point was right here on the 30th. We added the position to our portfolios yesterday. And we did that because we earned the right to take the risk. Okay. The first thing we did was we bought SILJ on this down day right here. Okay. And we had GDX down here in the base before it ever broke out. So, and GDXJ. So first thing we did at the Armour Report was buy ETFs in the base. So when they gapped up that first update, we earned the right to take more risk and we bought Pan American. Would I add to it now? I mean, you know, I, I can't tell you how to run your portfolio. All I can really do, uh, Mark, is share with you what I do in my portfolio, right? So I'm already in there. I'm not going to tell you if it's good or bad to buy it now. I mean, the Armour Report is about buying positions closest to the stop. That's all I'm going to sh you know, share with you. That's the information I want to offer you. It's, the, it's, the, it's one of my New Year's resolutions. I do not want to be chasing stocks. Buy tight to the base when the algorithm tells me probabilities are at their highest that I'm going to get paid. The closer to the stop, the better for me. The further away it gets, the less I want to buy it. Will I stretch every now and then? Probably. Probably. But if I stretch, I'm going to do smaller position size. That's my thought for you. All right. Hey, Brett. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Uh, I was wondering about gold and silver miners. You see breaking out. Looking at AUY. All right. Let's take a look at AUY. Yeah, I'm a gold look. Like I've been saying, um, the Armour portfolio, which is my own personal capital, has chosen to focus on the ETFs first. Then when we had that big up day, we earned the right to take the risk and we added some of our favorite names. And it's like open season now on these stocks, right? As long as we're still long these ETFs, you know, whatever your favorite names are, I have my favorites. They're on the Armour whiteboard. Okay, Armour insiders can look at that. But, you know, as a group, I think they're moving. And so generally, if the group's moving, most stocks are going to follow the group. So if you could do your own homework, do the right research, you know, have at it. Um, I did think this was an interesting comment from one of our insiders today. And this is the type of information we share with each other all day. So, um being part of the, the, the Armour Insiders is not just, you know, it's not just following the Armour approach, which is, is what I'm trying to share with you, but it's also a community. We've got a lot of great guys, a lot of great women that are in that community sharing information all day. Because I can't cover everything on my own. So we're an army of analysts backed up by a tank division of algorithms. That's how I like to look at it. And so one of our insiders threw this into the room and said, take a look at Sprott Physical Silver. It's starting to move and it's still trading at a discount to NAV. At some point, we get the next short squeeze in the, in the metal and usually the stocks lead the metal and they're certainly going up now. So now here comes the metal. You get a bounce in this stock and you also get to pick up eventually the closing of that discount gap. I've seen these things go to a, a premium to NAV. So that's an interesting thought for you. 
Festeroso, MRO. Marathon Oil. You know, I just don't have any interest in oil stocks, but that is certainly a good-looking chart pattern, and you wouldn't hear me complain about it. It's tight to the stop. The stop is the 200-day moving average. So I'm not going to really comment fundamentally, but from a technical point of view, that looks like a great entry point. And what great means to me, okay, is proximity to the stop, the reward to risk setup. If you have manageable risk that makes sense, and you may think that owning energy stocks has unlimited upside, then great. You've got that optimal setup and you put capital to work, right? I don't know about MRO, but I'm just saying that's, that's from a technical standpoint, that's a good looking pattern right there. You know, you know what was interesting is whiting. I mean, I'm not buying these stocks, but whiting just came out of a, a restructuring. And its relative strength is breaking out ahead of the stock, which is kind of interesting. Full disclosure, I don't own any of these stocks. Okay, none of these energy stocks. ATOM. What what have you got cooking here? Take a look. Re-engineered. Silicon Film and Technologies, Enhanced CMOS. I, I, don't, I don't know this company at all. You, you, know, you certainly have what looks like a winner, and that's a great-looking chart pattern. Look at that whole pattern. Broke out, pulled back, found support, and skyrocketed. Gosh, I wish you brought this to my attention weeks ago. You know, Because the place to own it is right in here. Not much I can do about it here except for say, well done. Great idea. What about EV space? Is Dems win today? Additional, any additional upside? Yeah, I mean, a um, couple of thoughts on the EV space. Well, I'll be honest with you, Parag, we're still doing research uh, on this space. And so I will share that, you know, with you. I know you're an Armour Insider. So I'm going to share that idea. We've yet to start buying it. We're doing research on it. There's one particular EV idea that I'm really comfortable with. I'm really warming up to that I think we're going to try to add to portfolios. And when I do, I mean, I know you're an Armour Insider, so I'll be sharing it with the, um, uh, the Armour Insiders when I'm putting that capital to work and, and I've completed all the due diligence, all right? So let's wait on that. But I do think there's probably upside there. Not necessarily because the Dems win, just because EV is a real thing. I mean, it's happening and it's, and it's a theme that's going to keep happening. So... I'm looking for ways to play it that I'm comfortable with. Dustin, any opinion on lithium stocks? Uh, yeah, some of the lithium stocks are interesting. You know, I'm, I'm trying to find an idea I'm comfortable with. Um, Again, Dustin, I know you're in the Slack room also as an Armour Insider. So let's let's go at that tomorrow and see if we can't focus on some of the lithium names. One of them just escaped my, my mind right now. I was trying to think of which one it is, but uh, I can't really remember at the moment. So we'll talk about it in the room. Joe Black, I have a position in MWK. Mohawk. 
technology-enabled consumer products. Okay. Any idea on Mohawk? So there's the chart pattern of Mohawk. And I don't know enough about it to really give you a thought on it. You're right. It's way too small for me. Look at the average daily trading volume. It's just peanuts. I just can't, I just can't play that. You know, I can't move in and out comfortably. This company also has, you know, I mean, there's no earnings to speak of. The revenue is small. I don't know. I have to do some research on it, but I, I can't help you there. BNGO. Am I discussing BNGO in the room? There's the big blowout in the stock. A lot of names we're discussing in the room. Joe, we'd love to meet you in there. You bought it at 80 cents. Good for you. Well done. Dustin, I want to hear what you're, what have you added? Yeah, let us know tomorrow in the Slack room and maybe I can get a, get a little work done and see if we can work together on it. The big D, what are your thoughts on vaccine plays? My thoughts are, I don't have much of an interest in them. You know, um, from a couple of different vantage points, a couple of different reasons. There's only so much I can cover. There's only so many names I can own in a portfolio. So I always think of opportunity cost of money. Number one. So I don't buy, I had somebody ask me in the Slack room today about, you know, a restaurant stock. I mean, you can buy them and make money in them, but I just don't have any interest in that business. I like high margin businesses with high barriers to entry, you know, um, high consumable businesses, hockey stick type of growth. That's what I look for. For my dollars, I can only invest in so many things. I want that type of product, you know? So do I want to invest in J&J and, and um, you know, Pfizer? You know, I, I just don't. I just don't know, first of all, what the headline risk is. I don't need it. I don't need the headline risk. I don't want to invest in something that the government is dictating the rules on. That just doesn't excite me at all. I'm not saying you can't make money there. Have at it. But it just doesn't, it doesn't really work for me. I don't like investing in things that are all over the headlines. I'd rather invest, you know, something like Kratos Defense. Nobody's ever heard of it. Stock starts to go, then all of a sudden you find out who's buying it. That's kind of what I have an interest in. Stuff like that. Um, all right, guys, I'm going to wrap it up. Any last questions? I'll give you a couple seconds to ask. Otherwise, we're going to wrap this up. And I wish you all a good night. It's been a half an hour chat. Sorry I couldn't help you more on that, Big D. But we all have our preferences, you know. No, nothing else? Any other questions? I'll give it another couple seconds. This thing's always a little bit delayed. If not, all right, guys, listen. Have a great night. I'll see you, all you Armor Insiders, bright and early, 8.30 for our morning call. All right, guys, take care. Have a great night.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.